0: Well, yes, yes, yes. Today we're talking about how small churches can have a great children's Christmas program. Coming up here on the Better Sundays podcast at reachkeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays podcast. Focus, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, 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 welcome, and it's good to have you with us here today. My name is Mike, and I'm the director of ReachKeep.com, and we're talking about how small churches, rural churches, tiny churches, way out in the middle of nowhere kind of churches, can still have a great kids Christmas program, even when you don't have a lot of kids. And I want to give you a couple things that are going to help you kind of create the entire good program uh, for your kids. And we'll kind of finish it up with the programming side, but a couple other things. We have been talking about how to have an excellent Christmas and how a church can do this, Uh, any church at any size. This is the time of year when people are kind of nostalgic about church or, or, well, they're nostalgic about things, not necessarily church, but the Christmas program, the true meaning of Christmas, and for you to produce a great, nice program for the kids that makes an impact will be a wonderful thing for your church in helping you reach young families. Now, when I said you produce a great program, your mind exploded right there because you're thinking, oh, one more thing to do this time of the year, one more busyness, a whole bunch of verses to memorize, a whole bunch of songs to you know, put on cards so the kids can read them. And, and I've been through all that too. And this is the time of year when we want to do great stuff for our kids. We want them to, to understand Christmas. We want them to be involved in the, the programs and, and get up there and do stuff. And, and It's awesome. We want all that to happen, but it's like, are we going to be able to pull all that off? Well, I'm here to say that, yes, you can pull it off. And I'm going to give you the way that we've done it. As a small church out in the middle of nowhere, we have had some tremendous programs. And not only has it been a great program with our kids, but we had it where new families came to our church for the specific day of the Christmas program because their kids were involved. And I'm going to teach you how we do that. So anyway, thanks for being with us here. If this is the kind of thing that that you like, these videos are good for you. We appreciate all the thumbs up that we get. It's always a thing I like to do when I watch a video and I'm, you know, partway through it and go like, man, this has really got some good value. I try to hit the thumbs up because that helps that video get to the front, and and we want this kind of stuff out to our churches. Uh, But also, if you've never subscribed, you can do that and hit the little bell thingy that's right there, which means that you'll get notification uh, the next time we do these, and we do these basically every week and have for years. We're here to help churches flourish, to create flourishing churches to help you be engaged with your community and not be a church that that smells like ritual and routine, but a church that is oozing out with purpose and intentionality and premeditation of, hey, we're going to glorify God. And so that's what we're here to do. And we can do that through preaching. We can do that through outreach. We can do that through all sorts of different things, but we can also do it through kids' programs, and through children. And so that's what we're here to talk about today. So let's talk about Christmas program. When is a good time to do something for the kids? Now, I believe, and what we have done at our church, is we have taken that Sunday before Christmas and we have dedicated that Sunday morning and I'm talking about Sunday morning uh, to a kids' program. You can do it on a Sunday night we've seen Saturday night ones there's a lot of different ways to do it, but what we have found is if we're trying to reach young families we need to do young family things and to have a kids program on Sunday morning, you're more likely to get more visitors to come to church and to get to meet them and start that whole process of getting to know them and understanding them and listening to them and knowing their name and all that. Because that you've got to do a lot of that stuff before you really get into evangelism or lead someone to the Lord. I'm all for door knocking evangelism but I'm telling you once someone's been to your church and they have seen the atmosphere of saved believers and obedient children and and wonderful wholesome music and all that they're like what is going on here and when they start to get that what's going on in here I'm telling you what that's fertile ground and the seed of the gospel can be planted so much easier so what we're talking about is on a Sunday morning before Christmas and and this year it's kind of a Weird one because Christmas is on Sunday, so it's sort of a uh, it makes it kind of awkward in some regards. Um, but this, but that Sunday before whichever, however it works, uh, works great for a kids program, and we have it as a dedicated day, and that is going to be our Christmas program day. Now, when do we do this? We do this during our morning service. It is the the morning service. We will also sing a bunch of Christmas carols and and kind of get people warmed up, and then we'll say, we know why you came, because your kids are going to be in the program. We're going to tell you the Christmas story. We're going to bring to you a little bit of hope. We're going to bring it to you some of the message of what happened during that very first Christmas we want to bring to you. And so sit tight, folks, and here we go. And then we start our Christmas program. Now I'll get into kind of the details, how we actually do the program uh, without a lot of rehearsal and how you can have brand new people bring their kids in. But before that, there are some things, as we talked about uh, in our last podcast, and I'll put a link to it, that one of the best things that's going to help you with Christmas is to be really premeditating, thinking things through, which means literature and some of that stuff you know, should be printed ahead of time, and you should be doing all that right now. This week, we just got the delivery of our huge Christmas uh, banner. Uh, we have, For Unto Us a Child is Born, that verse on a on a banner there. And we actually only have portion of the verse, uh, and we call it God's Greatest Gift. And it's we're going to be teaching about, And His Name Shall Be Called. And then we've got a message on Wonderful, one on Counselor, one on the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. We have, during the Christmas holidays, there's going to be five different specific messages that are going to be out to teach all about the attributes of Christ. And so we're excited about that, but we just got that banner in. You should be ordering some of that stuff and making sure that happens and premeditating and thinking, what can we do to make this special? So a couple things that would make a kids event special is that that after the kids event is over, you we like to give the kids a, something special. We give them a bag full of little goodies. And you can have someone in your church prepare these. We usually do like a, kind of a typical little brown paper bag or something along that line and it's got you know some candy bars and someone usually makes those popcorn balls and there's uh, oranges and apples and you know mine always had a rock in it you know or a piece of coal you know how that is um no but put some good stuff in there i'm sure that you're uh uh, some of your folks could do that, and that is a great thing for volunteers to do, and people will buy in. So they might, you might be making these bags a month ahead of time, You know, you make up 15, 20, however many bags you think you're going to need for the kids, and have those made ahead of time. Volunteers will then be at that service where that bag is handed out, because they're going to want to see the joy that comes. So Powerful thing is to do something along that line. Another thing that works really well is the Saturday before we do this event, we usually have some type of get-together, and it would be like a rehearsal. And I'll talk to you about how it doesn't have to be super formal as far as rehearsal and all that. But at that event, or you can do this maybe the night before, maybe in the Saturday before, But something tied to this program is to have a kids' Christmas. Party. Do something special for the kids that is not just, you know, you got to all stand there with your memorized lines and, you know, do this and no Bobby, stand over there, move over that, by, you know, but, you know, that kind of stuff. Make it some type of a party. Do a little bit rehearsal, what you need to do, but also have fun with the kids. Kids will come back to a place where they've had fun. Parents will bring their children to a place where kids have fun. That's just the bottom line. Parents want their kids to have enjoyable time and to have fun, especially in a wholesome type environment like a church where they're meeting new people and, and meeting new families and all that. So, you know, you can have these gift bag type things done ahead of time. Your volunteers can do that. You can have a kid's party uh, that can be fun, have some games and, you know, just some some good snacks and some stuff like that. And again, enlist some volunteers to help out, make a few special cookies for the kids. They could even do, we've done cookie decorating where the kids decorated the cookies. And then those cookies we gave out on that Sunday and again, a kid and a parent are going to be at the church where their kid decorated cookies, okay? It just raises your percentages of, of getting these folks back. So some powerful stuff can go on there ahead of time. Now let me tell you how to put on what, what we call kind of an impromptu Christmas pageant or whatever. you got to have some literature out that you're going to have a Christmas program and that every kid in the community can come and be involved in the program. One of the downsides of a traditional program, and if you do this and you have just your small church and your regular people and, you know, they're there every service and they got time to memorize the lines and memorize all the words and, you know, be great little actors, I'm for it. I think that that's great. But I want my Christmas program to probably be more than half the kids in the program never been to church before. And if that's the case, they're not going to have You know, time to memorize the lines. They're not going to be able to, they're not going to necessarily know the songs. They're not going to know some of those things. So, how do you kind of make some of that happen? Well, we call it the impromptu Christmas pageant or the impromptu Christmas program. And we advertise it then that every kid will be able to come and be. A uh, either a wise man or there'll be a, a shepherd or there'll be a be a sheep. Lots of times we turn the little kids into sheep, you know, or there'll be one of the, the kings or whatever that came. And we say, we have some costumes ready for your kids to wear. So a parent can just bring their kid and we have already have a bunch of costumes that are there. Now our costumes are not very fancy. And they don't have to be fancy. They can be children's bathrobes, and we put the little thing on their head, you know, a towel or something. Put the, you know, put a necktie around it. However you want to uh, do that to make them look like a shepherd. We have uh, a bunch of little white cotton ball kind of things that we uh, slip on the kids, and they can kind of be a sheep. And we got some little caps that kind of are white wool that we found at a thrift store, and we put those on the kids, and they look like little sheep. We have a uh, Burger King crown. Always go buy a Burger King somewhere this time of year, pick up a, a bunch of those crowns so the kids can can all be having those crowns. And you can get fancier stuff, and you can, again, get volunteers to get all this stuff ready for you. So we have a closet here in our building that has all sorts of Christmas stuff. And we've picked up a couple angel wings, you know, the kind that they actually hook on. We've picked up a few things like that. We've picked up uh, some of those stencil things that they put around for like a halo on the on the little kids. You know, we've kind of, during this, the year, we've picked some of that stuff up and we have an abundance of extra stuff. So we advertise that kids can come, every kid can come, and we will be dressing them up and they will be part of the program. Now the way that we get away with the, uh, you know, the acting part of it or whatever is we found that you know acting is wonderful and if someone does their lines really good it's super and we all get to see plenty of that on Hollywood and videos and some of that. But when kids are up there on the stage, it doesn't matter if they say their words right or wrong or get them mixed up or if they get all clammed up, whatever parents are thrilled to have their kids on a stage. They love their kids to have several things. Fun, we've talked about that. They love their kids to get awards, that's another thing, and we do a lot of award type things with kids. And they love their kids to be in presentation mode. Okay, whether it is they're playing a sport or they're on a stage, and they're singing, and they're, you know, doing their thing. In this case, the kids are going to be, you know, just doing something very, very simple. Now, how we run the program is I have, we, at the very beginning, while we're singing some hymns, I, people have all come in, parents are sitting with their kids right there, in an together single service for, for church. If you had kids ahead of time in Sunday school, you could probably be rehearsing and get a few of them ready. If you want to pull out like a Mary and Joseph and have them be very specially dressed up cuz you know you can have lots of angels, lots of sheep, lots of shepherds, bunch of kings, but when it comes to Mary and Joseph you can't have more than just Mary and Joseph if you know what I mean. Uh you can just have those two. So lots of times we'll use someone from the church that's already there and they'll be the Mary Joseph and they'll like have a or they'll have a, a you know little baby that they're going to carry in or they'll have a manger that we've already set up with a baby but so we uh, we start the program. Everybody is singing. And we, during that time, invite parents, if you have some children, you would like them to be in the Christmas pageant here. It's going to start in just a little bit. We're going to sing a few more songs. Just step to the back during this next song, and one of our folks there will help you out. And so many times the mom or dad will, with their kids, these are brand new people, never been to your church before. It's awesome. But they came because they want their kid to learn the true meaning of Christmas and get in a Christmas program. And their kid will will walk to the back there with the parents, parents and the parents will go back and you got like a a couple of your adults ready and they right this way and they step out to the the back of your auditorium area and over in a corner there somewhere we have uh, all these costumes set up and we look at them and you know if it's a little bitty kid you might ask the parent would you like her to be an angel or a sheep or what would you like her to be (laughs) and you kind of ask it and we sort of start to outfit all those kids While they're doing that, I have one of my Sunday school teachers kind of get everything ready, and we start to tell, after we've done a few more songs, I tell them, I say, I'm going to tell you the Christmas story. And it has some very special elements to it that I would like for you to know about, but this story is going to be told not just by me reading the scripture, but it is going to be told by your children. And I'm telling you, people are, man, they got their cameras out and they're ready. They're listening. They're ready, ready to go. We begin to tell the story. Now, as a preacher, Okay, of the gospel. Let me say something. I have 100% confidence that you can tell the Christmas story without having to have an outline. Okay, And you don't need to have sermon notes, and you don't really hardly need any points at all. You ought to be able to tell the Christmas story, and you're going to want to be able to do this in an impromptu type of fashion. Now, many times I would read the story out of Luke, and I would say, we're going to read through Luke, and I would you know, begin to, to read the Luke story. And as we kind of got through the part there, I would look to the back and I would have my people ready. And we would, we would have Mary and Joseph come down to Bethlehem and we would have a, a, uh, a little manger scene set up there, or something already on the stage, and we would have the Mary and Joseph come, and they would, you know, kneel by the by the bedside there, and it would be empty, or you might already have a baby in it. That it really doesn't matter. We're not super accurate at this point there, and they would, you know, maybe she would come and lay the baby in a manger, and you would tell that first part of Luke, and then you would get into the angels appeared to the shepherds. And then you just simply say, and do we have some angels today? And here come the angels, okay? And you have, you know, three or four year your girls, and we have guy angels, girl angels, doesn't really matter. They come And they come up and they kind of stand over on the other side of the stage. And again, this doesn't have to be super, you know, this is Bethlehem and this is the hill. It's just there's angels up there now, and people are loving that their kid is an angel. And you you, uh, have uh, that. You can even, in this point, you can take a break, okay, and we've done this and sang like a song that is appropriate. For that, you know, angels we have heard on high, or maybe at the beginning after the first group came in, everybody sang, Oh, little town of Bethlehem, just like one verse. You know, you can do something simple. And then say, Now the angels, they spoke to the shepherds there. And then we'd have the shepherds come up to the stage there. And of course, no shepherd would be a good shepherd if he didn't have his sheep and then we have some of the sheep come up now one of the coolest things that you can do here is you can make sure your nursery people understand and they're ready for this and the moms are ready for this is we've had some of the little bitty babies and we put the little cap on them and it's got like a couple little ears on it and a couple little cotton balls that's really all it is Um, and we have had them the nursery workers have just walked up or the mom can walk up to the stage with their little baby and those. Those are the little baby lambs and you are continuing to tell the story about this and again you could sing oh little town of Bethlehem or some other song about this time and then you say now in the book of Matthew we find another account and we believe this to be a little bit later but we're going to put it into the story here today and we had the kings come and then the kings you'd have a bunch of guys dressed up you know with their Burger King hats on and their their robes and they would would come. Come up there, and now you have the entire Christmas thing up there. And I'm telling you, it's it's like a fantastic, awesome moment because you're up there with all these kids and people are you know clicking pictures and some of that. And you have told the the Christmas story, and you've you know you've chewed up fifteen twenty minutes doing this. Now there's a couple of ways to add some things, some seriousness to it. And if you want to do this as a pastor, that would be uh, kind of up to you. What I have done sometimes is. As they have come up, I have had a couple of the people carrying a large a present, and it was just like a, a piece of cardboard that was wrapped like a present, and it has a word on the back side of it that I'm going to reveal in a little bit. Um, I know we have some of these around. I went to look for them, I couldn't find them, but I did find one from another time. Uh, we taught some parents, so it's basically it's a it's something like this. Imagine a piece of cardboard like this. And you wrap it like a present put a bow on it here and the shepherd one of the shepherds carries one one of the wise men carries one one of the uh, angels carries one or, or whatever you know you can do it several different ways or joseph could could carry one and they could have it and they can just set it down or they could go set it and that's a good way to, to still get your message in they could set it on an easel when they came in. And so you, now you have these three packages sitting on an easel, and everybody sees those packages. The kids kind of finish, and you have them all go back and just sit with their parents while you tell the story. And one by one, you take those, and you turn them around, and they have a word on it that is printed there. Now, this one was from a parental thing we did, uh, and there's a big pot, someone stirring the pot, and it was the idea Of parents need to be stirring up the gift in their children or uh, something along that line. Um, Let's see, here's another one. Uh, You know, this one's uh, for for parents, they understand that their job is to be steering. If you can read that, it's a steering their children. So you can have like three of those. And when they come up, they set it on the easel, still looks like a picture. And then you can simply uh, talk about like, for example, the one that Mary and Joseph and you just now everybody's sitting down, you say, and let me kind of conclude this Christmas story and tell you what it's all about because there's so many great lessons here in fact we want you to come back to our church we have some great stuff we're going to be teaching in January lessons on life and how your family can be strong and there's going to be some great things but when Mary and Joseph went up there one of the lessons that they learned and you go over to that package and you turned it around and on the back side it would say like guidance or the word guide and the, and you can leave that set it right there then so you just set it on the easel boom right there and the word guide is there mary and joseph needed a guide They were going through a rough time in their life, and they needed a guide, and perhaps you and your family, you need a guide as well. Let's see, what can we learn from the shepherds? And you go and you flip that one over, and maybe it would say, like, obedience, you know, they obeyed, they went to Bethlehem when they were supposed to, okay, and you have that. And then maybe the one that the king brought, you'd flip it over, and on the backside, it would have, like, the word hope, and they would say that we are hoping for someone in our life that we can praise and. We can worship and someone that is greater than I, because we know in our life that we can't do it all. we need to have hope in something that is bigger than us, and perhaps you, as an individual have no hope. and during this Christmas time, you can get the gift of hope. You may get a lot of other presents, but you can get the gift of hope, boom, boom, boom. you go right into the gospel right there. This is an impromptu Christmas program. It works excellently. That is the only message that is preached during the day. When it is done, then we would all like sing "Joy to the World" or you know some collective song like that. But kids don't have to have a bunch of lines. They don't have to sing a uh, you know memorize a bunch of stuff. And anybody can come to the program and can get involved. And I guarantee that if you figure out how to do one of these, that you will never go back. They are the most awesome thing because you're really you're bringing in new people and you're letting them experience the joy and when parents kids have just gone through all this and they were dressed up that way and there's photos getting sent off to grandma and grandpa and all that now you have a wide open door to reach out to those parents and to reach that family for the Lord Jesus Christ reach them with the gospel see them disciples. see them change see their life totally turned around because you ran a Christmas program Now, is this stepping out of the norm? Yes. Is it abandoning the Word of God? No. In fact, it's actually making the Word of God much more applicable, I feel, because it's bringing it down to just these simple few words and a simple, very simple type thoughts. And when we do that, we really can resonate uh, with somebody. The words don't have to rhyme. They don't have to be alliterated. They, you know, they they don't have to have a Bible verse with each one of them. You're, I mean, the word hope is all over in the Christmas story and obedience and all that. And so we've done a variety of different things like that. We've had like all the kings brought up, and they had like eight different words and and. we had one time where they all had letters, and we rearranged the letters and spelled different, different things. You can figure this out. This is a great way that a small church can reach young families and reach new people. If this has been helpful to you... Subscribe and share. Follow the rest of the videos that are at the end of this. We're going to talk a little bit more uh, about some things coming up here. There's the one on candlelight service. We're going to do another one on that. We're doing another one on, or the one on literature and how to premeditate, all the different things. But this is Mike at ReachKeep.com, and my goal is to help you flourish. And I hope that this has been one of those things that really, really helps you do that. So from me to you, have a great holiday season, a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a good Thanksgiving, whatever else you kind of cram into the season. There's a lot of great stuff. But most of all, may you have a flourishing church that serves the Lord with gladness. So it's Mike at reachkeep.com at the Better Sundays podcast, signing out. We will see you next time right here at the same time. Thanks, God bless you let